y'all doing? celebrate. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we're going to worship. We're going to rejoice. We're going to give thanks. Um, so let's have the worship team come up and, and kick us off. We're up. <laughs> All right. Man, look at y'all. That's nice. 20 years. Wow. Okay. Well, we're going to start off. We're going to do a, uh, like a little medley thing. So this is going to just cover some of the songs that we've probably heard over the years. So just little parts of it, but... Um, we're going to do tribes. Oh, yeah. First. Um, but first, we're going to do something else.
Okay, that thing I said before, this is it. It's happening. Like, you've definitely been with this church for at least 20 years. The mind's the second thing to go. Fill in the blank on the first. All right, here we go. We're going to worship over time, right? I want to redeem me. 
before you today, God. God, it is only you, Lord Jesus. Can we just lift our hands up? God, it is only because of you that we are here today, God, celebrating 20 wonderful years of fully being surrendered to your will, Lord Jesus. God, we thank you so much, and we worship you today. Thank you, Lord.
promise keeper. God, your promise has never ended. Look at the promise of 20 years so far. God, we thank you for the promise of yesterday, today, and forever. Thank you, Jesus. You are here, Lord. We worship you.
Well, it was a pretty good start to the party, I'd say, huh? Amen, amen. Well, my name is Kelly. I pastor the, the adventure in Utah County. Yeah, woohoo! And I'm going to be uh, praying for our first fruits. How many of you guys know the, the Bible teaches that God loves a cheerful giver? Amen, amen. And we love to give at the adventure because, first off, God gave for us. Amen. So we give out of uh, an abundance of what the Lord has given us. And so we want to take the time and, and bless that for what God has given us. Father, thank you for all that you have given us. Lord, this is a celebration of 20 years of you giving and giving and giving. And Lord, we just want to give back. Lord, we're all here because somebody gave into us. Lord, they invested into us. They sacrificed for us. Lord, we are here out of the abundance that you have given and poured out across the adventure over 20 years. And Lord, give us the opportunity right now to stir in our hearts to give back, to give more, to see more people reached by your hand, by your spirit, God. We want to see this county blown open for the glory of God. In your name, amen. All right, I'm going to hand it over to my pastor, Jody. Thank you, Kelly. Celebrate! Woo! I was so excited last night, I couldn't sleep. I mean, I probably slept like two hours. It was like, it was like the night before my first day of kindergarten or something. For those of you who are homeschooled, that's the first year of school. So I am delighted and honored and ecstatic to be able to introduce the next couple of people. Uh, so we came from somewhere. We came from a church in California. It started out in Santa Cruz, and it was pastored by my spiritual dad, Daniel A. Brown, PhD. He always loves it when I say that. And he is, uh, he is a constant source of encouragement and counsel and sometimes correction and love to me and to this church. And he cares deeply about this church. And he is going to come up and speak to us. And then after that is my other pastor, Pastor Stuart A. Nice, and he is a nice pastor, and he's going to come up and share with us too. So could you warmly welcome your spiritual grandpa, Daniel? Okay, yeah, yeah. Boy, I'm glad I fixed my dentures uh, nice and securely after that introduction. Uh, you know, many, 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 and I could go on and on with the minis because I am old that way. Many years ago, as I was a, a young, eager student of the things of the kingdom, my, my constant prayer was, Lord, open my eyes. I want to see what you're doing. I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to see what you're doing. And there was a, a great psalm, you needn't turn there, it's Psalm 25, and David had something of the same desire, and he says, Lord, make me know your ways. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me because, well, you're the God of my salvation, and I'm, I'm just going to wait as long as it takes to hear from you. So one of the things that I have discovered through the years is that, that the English language or really any natural language is not very adequate for describing what it is that God is doing. And the only word, really, that we have in English that I could say to Jody and to all of you that have been a part of the adventure, I, I guess I could say, oh, congratulations, congratulations. But what's wrong with that is that 
it sounds like, by the way, do you know in church circles, a successful church plant, which is what you were 20 years ago, a successful church plant is just one that lasts five years. So we're way beyond success, of course. But if I say congratulations to you, it sounds as though I'm celebrating your cleverness or, or your giftedness or your amazingness. But that really isn't the story. And so I was asking God, give me a scripture that will help explain how it is that you see things. And there are these wonderful two verses in 1 Corinthians chapter 4 that, oh, sure enough, they're there on the screen, aren't they? Okay, yeah. And so this is the Apostle Paul who is writing to the group of people that he had spent the most time with. He had invested like a year and a half, which to him in those days was nearly an eternity. And he had poured himself into these people, and for whatever reasons... These were people who, when Paul stopped talking, they started listening to other voices. Some of those voices even kind of spiritual sounding. And so Paul now, having been almost, you could say, kind of rejected, and the things that he had spoken and the things that he had said have been sort of pushed away and marginalized, well, whatever, whatever. And so he's now trying, in a way, to reintroduce himself to people who know him. And he says, listen, this is all I really want to be said of me. This is how I want to be known from here on in. I want to be known, we want to be known as, as servants of Christ and stewards, guardians of the mysteries of the gospel. He says, when all is said and done, the only thing that I really want people to remember is that I serve the people and the purposes of God by remaining steadfast to the word of God. And then he goes on to say, and really, what is it that a, a steward is supposed to be? I mean, what do we want to be true of a steward? Nothing other than was faithful. So what I would like to do is to explain to you what happened. You already heard that Jody say that I left a church in Southern California some 35 years ago and took a ragtag group of people uh, with me from L.A. to Santa Cruz. And from that group of people, another ragtag bunch, are you noticing a theme here, uh, packed off and went to Cupertino. And from that group, another ragtag group came out here to Utah. Oh, and yes, and hallelujah, and a couple of other ragtag groups have gone off to other counties and have gone off to other countries. You see, this is the way that the kingdom of God works. Men and women who decide individually, I want to serve the purposes of God. I want to be a faithful woman. I want to be a faithful man. And because before you, and though you know some of them very well who were part of that original church planting team, but then men and women who have joined together, when you find a group of people who individually say, I want to serve the people and the purposes of God, their personal 
testimony and their own devotion to the Word of God, the way that they themselves cry out morning after morning, Lord, I don't understand, but still I seek you. And when individual men and women do that, it forms a collective that we know as a church. But there is nothing magical, no fairy tale about a thing called church. Just individual men and women like you. Your pastors would be the first ones to say to you, there is nothing special about me. But oh, I am devoted to the one, Jesus Christ. So I'll say to you, not congratulations, but I will say, Jody, to you and all the others through the years, well done, good and faithful servants. Stuart. Wow. I know I only have five minutes, but I'm going to spend 20 seconds looking around. Uh, it's very emotional for me because being uh, really uh, part of the mother and... Uh, looking at the, those we sent. I want to start with you guys and say thank you. Thank you for entrusting your lives to God and saying no matter what it takes, I'm willing to go. No one knows what the future is. I look back 20 years. I've seen you guys from time to time. I've watched God do amazing things through uh, the ministry here and Eric and Jody, that you guys were faithful to entrust yourselves to leaders that were totally flawed and totally trying to figure it out, willing to go anyway. This is the life of Christ. He's saying there's people out there that are, that are dying that need the hope of Jesus, and I'm it. And you guys came, went, struggled, still struggle, because that is life. Uh, if, you're, if you're waiting for things to get easier, uh, that's a place called heaven. <laughs> I wish it wasn't, because <laughs> I do like my ease as well. But I do want to thank you, especially the church plant team. As uh, uh, I'm still mad at half of you. Uh, only the half that was my worship team that was up here this morning. Um, but thank you. And uh, I wanted to use the same words. Well done, good and faithful servants, uh, for just continuing on through 20 years. Second thing I wanted to say, though, I wanted to say thank you for taking care of my dear sister, Jody. And I can say that to many of you. But entrusting yourself to her, uh, especially after Eric's homegoing, 
uh, for being with her and grieving with her and sticking by it and saying, you know what? The same anointing, the same calling was the same thing. And I'm following because she's following Jesus and I'm going with where she's going with Jesus. And it's always going to be good. So now I have three minutes to preach. Uh, <laughs> or maybe it's two. Uh, I was thinking about 20 years and thinking about my own kids. You know, when you hit 20, you're no longer a teenager. So it's time to rise up. You're an adult. Don't you hate that? Some of you young people are like, what? What? There's a d- defined marker where I actually have to grow up? Yes. Uh, it's exactly 20 years. But I was thinking about uh, that uh, with, a lot of times we give keys, you know, to, to the kids. You know, we give them the keys to the car. And the Bible speaks, uh, Jesus taught us in Matthew 16, 18. He says, he says to Peter, after he makes this profession, I'm following Jesus. He says, hey, I'm going to give you a key. And with key comes a responsibility and an authority. Your key only unlocks your door. But God has given each of us a key when we say yes to Jesus. Here you have the authority and the responsibility to unlock or to lock what God asked you to do. And every one of us has that. And I was thinking, though, as we were worshiping, I I, I was kind of wanting to go in another direction. But one of the locks, and if you've been together with a group of people for more than three days, you've probably stepped on somebody's foot. You've probably gotten mad at somebody. If you haven't, you haven't been here. And one of the greatest needs of the people of God is to learn to turn the key of forgiveness to others. So many keep that locked. They have the authority. They have the responsibility, but they put it in their pocket and they say, I'm not going there. And in these decade-long opportunities to, to lay a marker or to lay an altar, I thought the Lord's just saying, hey, Let's, let's do some business. I know it doesn't sound celebratory, but it actually is because the forgiven are the ones that dance and the forgivers are the ones that are free. And so would you pray with me for a moment? And, and, and I, I want to just make one more um, forgiveness because uh, we're celebrating, but we're missing someone. Uh, and... When things happen in our lives that don't seem, we can't figure out, we aim towards God. God, why? Why? And we tend to basically want to not forgive God. Now, of course, we know theologically that God makes no mistakes, and so he's always perfect. But in our mind, we lock him out of places of our life because of some of the pains we experience. And so maybe you're there, or maybe there's another person here or anywhere uh, in your life. But as we pray, this is a great day to say this day on our 20th anniversary, I said no one owes me anything because Jesus has paid it all. So let's pray. 
Lord, in this holy moment, you've given us an opportunity to truly celebrate what the cross is all about, is that you've set us free so that we can set others free. And the greatest act that we can do is to extend the good news to those who have hurt us or those that we have been hurt by. And this morning, Lord, as, as part of our celebration, we want to set the people in our minds that came to our minds right away. We want to say, I forgive you in the name of Jesus. And for those who have held God's, God is like, God, I don't know why, and I'm having a hard time with you. I release your grace back into my life. I choose to trust you again. In Jesus' name, amen. So the adventure continues. Can you say that with me? So the adventure continues. You know, I just think if we would have said the heartland continues, it would not have had the same ring. <laughs> I wanted to call us something stable. I was like, when, when Eric started talking about calling us the, the adventure, I was like, I understood the implications. <laughs> and I said, can we just be called like the church of the solid rock on the firm foundation of the international church of the four square gospel? Something simple and catchy like that. <laughs> but anyway, we are the adventure and the adventure continues. <laughs> so the adventure continues. The adventure continues in the Philippines. And there are still people to be reached in the Utah, in Utah County, in Draper, in the Salt Lake Valley, in the Philippines, and throughout the world. And so God is not done with us yet. You know, the enemy wanted us to believe that it was over. And, and trust me, there were many times when I was sitting down here in the front, and I said, I prayed the prayer of Jesus at Gethsemane. I said, if there's any way, could you please take this cup from me? There were many times where I just, I thought, I don't want to do this. This is too hard. This is too hard. But we started to contend for the presence of God through prayer. And we started to seek him. And we, and we sensed that the Holy Spirit was telling us, press on. Press on. And so that's what we've been doing. And we, ha- we are seeing breakthroughs. We're seeing things breaking in the spirit realm. We're seeing people come to know Christ. We're seeing lives put back together. And we are, we are not going to stop until he tells us to. One of my favorite passages is out of uh, number six, and it's a blessing. And it says, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his favor upon you and give you peace. And I realize that's, that's a prayer for us. That's what the Lord has been doing here at the adventure. He's been blessing us, and he's going to continue to bless us. He's been keeping us. He's been protecting us. His face has been shining on us. He has been so gracious to us. He's showing us his favor, and he's blessing us with peace, right? Those of you who are here, you know this, right? You sense this. God's doing something new. It's a new thing, and I can't read my notes. Okay, this is my, I'm cheating. Oh, okay, so we contended, and one of the ways that we really believe that, that God has called us here, and, and the Lord called us here to see people released into their own dreams, into their purpose for which they were created. And that's always been one of our hallmarks. One of the main things that we want to do is see people become who Jesus created them to be. 
to live their purpose. Our dream is that you would live your dream. And one of the ways that we're going to be doing that this year, this coming year, is we are doing intentional mentoring, intentional discipleship, training, and equipping. We're going to be doing classes, and we're going to be doing all kinds of special things because we really believe that the Lord wants to make this a place that releases people into their gifts and into their callings. And our, our future is bright. You know, Angela mentioned that we, we love young people here. And, and our future is bright. We have some amazing, amazing young people here. And this isn't to discard or, or um, in any way discourage those who are older. But for the young people, they are our future and they are awesome. Can you just applaud the, the young people we're going to be passing the baton on to? About six weeks ago, the Lord began to really speak clearly to me that Isaiah 61 was a prophetic word for the Adventure Church. Isaiah 61 is something that Jesus quoted when he first came out into public ministry. And he said that this is the reason I came. This is what I came for. And it's going to be up here. And I want to ask you, can you read this together with me? The spirit of the Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom for the prisoners. And I want you to say this part really loud. And to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. This is the year of the Lord's favor. We, we're talking about... You know, I always like to say I'm God's favorite. You know, Jesus loves you, but I'm God's favorite. But that's just a joke. I know it's heresy. But we are God's favorites. Hittites, Amalekites, Israelites, favorites. We have God's favor. And we want to walk in God's favor and see his kingdom expanded. Don't you? Isn't that what you want? Um, and I just want to say we're, we're moving into a series starting next week called freedom. Sounds like, a, sounds like a good plan, yeah? Because we can't become everything God's called us to be if we're still bound, if we're still in prison, if we're still broken, right? So Jesus came to bring good news to those who are needy, those who need to hear it. He came to bring forgiveness. He came to save us from our sins. He came to heal, to bind up our broken hearts he came to set the captives free and to deliver the, the prisoners from, from prison, from their bondage. Jesus came for that purpose. So we're going to start a series, and it's called Freedom. And so I just want to invite um, the church plant team to come up now, the original church plant team, the OG church plant team. Hey, I'll tell you, these guys have been through it. When we named this church the adventure, it was aptly named. The Lord knew, and that's why he had us name the adventure. I've asked uh, Sir Doug to, to just encourage us uh, with the word, just to be a, kind of the spokesman for the original church plant team. So can you welcome Doug Lee? Well, first of all, I want to thank the church plant team for being um, just so willing to to give up really everything, their lives, as they knew it, and come out here and be a part of this amazing congregation. You guys also are amazing. It's kind of hard to see if the house lights up, but 
I look at every single one of you guys and think, wow, every one of you is an ember. And it only takes a small ember to start a huge raging fire. So each one of you small embers have such great godly given potential to impact your world. There's been talk about revival. I'm looking at it. I would hope and pray that every one of you embers will let the wind of the Holy Spirit stoke you into a flame, ignite your areas of influence, and win the souls for Christ. It doesn't matter if you live here, you live somewhere else. God has still called you to a mighty work. And quite frankly, I'm just blessed. You know, we have some videos, and Kula and I sat there, and, and one of my, um, the thing that impacted me the most is you. It doesn't take a lot for a bunch of lunatics to fly out here and start something, but it takes all of you and your participation and your love and your trust to see others one for Christ. I see a lot of faces I know. I see some faces I don't. And I praise God for that. I see a lot of faces that I haven't seen in a long time. And I praise God for that. When you leave here today, I know we're singing. And I tell you, in worship, it's when I feel closest to the Lord. Will you go out of here today believing what you sang? Break every chain. Break every chain. There was power in the name of Jesus. Love you guys. If you're somebody and, and you're far from the Lord and you feel like you've gone too far off the path, or if you don't even know what in the world we're talking about, you don't understand who Jesus is, you don't know anything, you've, you haven't been forgiven for your sins, you haven't received the forgiveness that he's offered on the cross, I just want to say today is the day. You know, we're celebrating all the amazing things that God has done in the past, but boy, I'll tell you the most important thing now is to celebrate the future and to look forward with hope because God is giving us hope. And if you are a person who is without hope, I can tell you there is hope in the name of Jesus. There is hope in the cross of Jesus that he paid the penalty for your sins so you can be reunited with your maker. And I just want to offer you an opportunity right now. We're just going to say a short prayer. And we're just going to invite the Holy Spirit to come in and to change your life because it's amazing. So, Lord, we come before you and we thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are faithful. We thank you that you are for us. You are not against us. And, Lord, for each and every person in this room right now who has, has not said yes to you in whatever way, whether it's they don't know you, they haven't received your forgiveness, or they haven't been walking with you. Lord, I thank you for your kindness that leads us to change, that leads us to change our minds, to change the way we think.
And Lord, I just pray that each person here would recognize and embrace how dearly loved they are. And you would pour out your spirit in this place. We celebrate the past, but Lord, we look so forward to the future. In the name of Jesus.